I can hear it through Kathy's shit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Welcome to Issue Crew Movie Reviews. It's the show where we review movies on the Issue Crew channel. I am your host, Riley, joined, of course, by a wacky cast of characters as usual. Kathy. Thanks, bud. Really, really putting your, your best foot forward out there, Kathy. Hey, Kathy, that's your cue. Oh, hi. Yeah, hi, Kathy. Stop eating chips, please. Uh, Mo Diggity. Hello, everyone. And me, and that's the cast. You get the trio, the whole trio. It's pretty, pretty good. Iconic trio, I think. You know, if you gotta, if you gotta form a group of three out of the members of the issue crew, you this is probably up there. I think. I don't know. I, I would say, but this, this is a pretty good, pretty powerful trio of people. You know, the original trio has not gotten together for, like, a single recording, I don't think. Who is the original trio? Me, you, and Andrew? Yeah. That would be fun. I don't know what we would talk about, though, because we met over Pokemon, and you hate that now, so that doesn't work. So what would we talk about as a trio? We could talk about the old shitty podcast we did. What, just, like, look back on our shitty old podcasts? Yeah. I mean, actually, I'm still proud of a lot of those from that era. It wasn't too long ago. I think I think some of our movie reviews are pretty good. I think some of those largest issues are pretty good. Uh, the the one where you debated Mo as uh, a timeless classic that will live on forever. Everybody remembers the epic battle, except for Mo Diggity, who forgets every time we bring it up. He's like, "What are you talking about?" Uh, Which I won <laughs> objectively. Objectively, I won it. Yeah, I agree. I think you destroyed him. Hold on, what are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a joke. That's a bit. Yeah, yeah, no, we got it. We got it. I I figured it out. Uh, but we're talking about Paul Blart Mall Cop today. Uh, hey Mo, you want to tell us the plot of the film in a succinct little paragraph? Well, basically, the plot of the film is I wasted an hour and a half of what I could have been used playing Diablo <laughs> Four. <laughs> Watching this piece of shit movie. This movie has re has like reignited my hatred for America and all things. I think this was 2008, 2009. This piece of shit came out of. I think it was 2009, wasn't it? I believe it was 2011, actually. Oh, I thought Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 was 2011. Maybe. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Let me see when Paul Blart came out. But um, Paul while Blart. you're looking that up, yeah, this this movie was such a, a fucking waste of time. It's like your typical Happy Madison. It was uh, production. Oh, it was two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> a lot of pieces of shit came out in two thousand nine. This movie, fucking Avatar, which uh, became like highest grossing movie of all fucking time. And I don't know why the that movie sucks. I, I think I think this movie. I think this movie sucks less than Avatar because Avatar is like a giant piece of overhyped shit and it really wasn't that good. And the plot holes are so massive you could drive like a fucking fleet of Mack tru uh, trucks uh, in through it. Real quick, let but me slip in for a second. Just, I do I do have to goddamn. leave the room. I just wanted you to know that I was not here so you don't call on me. I'll be back in a sec. Oh, okay, cool. You well, know, you're editing. You're editing, so it's it's really your your issue, not mine. This is staying in. By the way, okay, hey, Mo. 
Yes. So while Riley's gone, do you want to hear about how the second Avatar movie literally cucked me? Sure, sure, yeah. I literally, okay, so I agreed to go on a date with this guy, right? What happened was, you know, he said, hey, maybe we should go see a movie. And he and we were looking at all the movies. And this guy was really insistent that we go see The Way of Water, which is the second Avatar movie. To be honest, you should have dumped that dude right then and there. It's like, all right, we'll go see a movie. Um, go see Avatar 2, get out. And this is literally, this is, by the way, this is our first date. So what happened was, is um, we got to the movies and it got time to pay. And he said he didn't have enough money. So oh, bullshit. So I agreed to pay for his ticket. I didn't really think much of it. Then, like, the movie lasted forever, and it was fucking horseshit. Then, after that, we got out of the movie theater, and he said, That was cool, thanks. I don't have any more time, and then left. And has not. He never texted me back. Oh my god, Kathy, I'm so sorry. I, I think you got used to go see a movie that he wanted to see for free. Yeah, and it was the shittiest movie. Ugh. Like, the movie was so terrible. Like, not even, like, a good movie. And you cut people for, like, Oppenheimer or, like, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean 2 or, or, or like, a I, I don't know, a good fucking movie. Jesus, for Way of the Water? Ugh. I'm so sorry you had to deal with two terrible things, like, back to back. Yeah, that shitty okay, movie oh, Kathy's and... telling the story about the guy who tricked her into buying him Avatar yeah, tickets. Getting cucked by the Navi. <laughs> yeah. Folks, now, Mo Diggity didn't give you a real plot summary, so I will. Uh, but first of all... Well, I was trying, but we were talking about Avatar and how worse that movie was than Paul Blart. But anyway... That's fair. Let's see if you can give us give us a good succinct summary. I'll give okay. you a shot. Okay, so TLDR, Fatty McSuicidal fucking uh, humiliates himself. <laughs> Seriously, throughout this entire movie, and, and I'll I'll, re I'll, I'll uh, dive into these specific points because I did make points in my head, you know, like little uh, plot points to talk about. Uh, uh, basically, Fatty Suicidal uh, humiliates and bumbles don't, his don't way. Don't keep calling him that. YouTube TOS scares me. Don't keep calling. Oh him that. Christ! Are, are we? Are we? Oh yeah, we're doing a YouTube. Okay, <laughs> Fatty McDepress. Uh, Fatty you know, McDepresso. Uh, Expresso Depresso. Fatty McBub Big Butt or whatever the fuck. <laughs> uh, you know, bumbles his way into saving a fucking mall from. What was never actually explained why uh, from a group of uh, uh, X Games fucking uh, quote unquote terrorists? Question mark. I, I don't know, but they anyway, terrorists on skate. They're they're like no no no. They're not yes. terrorists. They're like ro they're robbers, but they're on skateboards. Also, is something you should know. <laughs> yeah, like there's zero backstory of why these like exports games rejects decided. Oh hey, let's all team up and fucking rob them all. Which, by the way, plan not half bad. I actually enjoyed it as far as like robbery plans and movies go. Pretty good idea. Like I, I still don't remember. They didn't explain why they had. I guess the well, no, the the, the codes were to punch into the fucking thingies so they can get the code from that day, right? 
I th I think they did explain that it was it was just kind of stupid, but but still not too bad. I, I guess like you know I, I I don't know. I guess I'll I I don't want to get the my tism in an uproar trying to really break down this plan because it's a shitty fucking movie. But yeah, he he basically Paul Blart saves the fucking day because Happy Madison movie, and everyone gets a happy ending. Fatty gets the hot chick. Which, by the way, Asian babe at the very beginning, much, much hotter and seemed to be much more into, uh, you know, Paul Blart, in my opinion, anyway. But, you know, whatever. Can I surprise everybody for a second? I think I think sure. we might have the same surprise, Kathy, but let me hear it. I don't you hate got this movie that much. Okay, okay. I got I got a little bit of a I got a little bit of a higher surprise for you folks. I fucking adored this movie wholeheartedly. This movie was excellent. You fucking would like this, and you'd fucking like not have any feelings or emotions about the Star Wars movies. You make me sick. <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> Kathy, you don't understand. All right, uh, fucking Robin and I have been like hyping uh, the fucking like very very first three, four, five, and six fucking Star Wars movie movies to fucking uh, Riley here. And he had fucking nothing to say. He was just like, I just wasn't into it. It was the hardest fucking podcast to fucking slog through. Because he, he took no notes whatsoever. All Every single answer was, it was okay. You know, I didn't really like to enjoy no it. No strong like, feelings fuck. one way or the other. It's like it was fine. No, like that. have no feelings about fucking Star Wars. Oh, uh, that's what we said. It was so fucking hard. They were three pretty okay films. But you, how do you, I just, I just don't know how, why you didn't feel a thing during I, all three of them. Like I fucking know. Han Solo being frozen at Carbonite must, I love you, I know. That's like a fucking banger of a fucking moment. And not only in Star Wars, but like in, in cinema, it's a fucking great scene in cinema. And you didn't. You felt absolutely nothing, but you fucking love this. This is your Peter Griffin, and we're all drowning in the panic room. And you're telling us, I love the money pit. I think there are approximately like five good Star Wars movies. Uh, Kathy, how, four, how would you rank four, the original trilogy? I would rank, okay, I would rank two, one, three. Oh man, mine would be uh, two, three, and one. Even though I feel bad for putting one on the bottom, but it's absolute best to fucking great. So they're all getting the high five star marks from me. I, I'm I'm a weirdo about this. I say three one two. I don't really like. No, three, we're, we're talking. Oh, I'm talking about we're talking about the OG series. Yeah. How would you? That, oh, that would be four five six. Okay. Yeah. Then. Oh six, wait 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 wait. Four, You're talking about five. You know wait, what wait, I mean. Yeah. If you're talking about the original trilogy... Return um, of the Jedi is the best, New Hope is second, Empire is the worst of the three. I know oh, I'm weird. Oh, I shut up. Weird. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, you're so fucking weird. God. Okay. I, I would oh. say, I would sorry, say, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, I, would say, I would say Empire... Um, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Return. Wait, Return of the Jedi isn't the new one, is it? No, no, no that's... the Jedi is the one with the Ewoks. The old one. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. I don't even remember what the third one is called, honestly. 
Oh, re, uh, uh, it's uh, Return of the Jedi. It is uh, uh, number six. Return of the Jedi. The first one's called A New Hope. If that's yeah, what okay. You're okay, let me rephrase that then. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, A New Hope, Return of the Jedi. For the next ones, I would say, um, uh, shit. This. What is the third one in the second trilogy? Oh, uh, that would be Empire. No, no, the third movie in the prequel trilogy. Oh, 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 uh, Revenge of the Sith. I actually really like that movie. Oh, yeah, I, I think I think one's pretty good. I think the Phantom edit, which, like, cuts a lot of the bullshit, is I, makes it into an amazing film. Second I, one, you can watch, is, uh, you can read a Wikipedia summary. The third one, however, is, like, the best, like, heads and shoulders, uh, you know, over the uh, three. I would also say that um, in the new trilogy, I think the first movie is actually pretty good. I think it's okay. Like I, I get that it's. I heard uh, really good uh, things about Force Awakens, which is why I was shocked at all the the bad of, press about that trilogy in general. The the second movie is just like completely derail, but the first one it's literally, it's kind of like a New Hope, so it's not original, but I think they really yeah. do kind of improve on some of the concepts yeah like i get what jj abrams was trying to I mean, yeah because jj abrams did uh 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 seven and nine right no i think each jj abrams did seven and nine i believe no oh abrams did come back and it was yeah and asshole did fucking eight who is asshole? What is his name again? Uh, fucking, Ryan Johnson. Uh, yeah, Ryan Johnson. I want to make a movie for me. He directed, like, dude, fuck you would he directed die. the Breaking Bad episode of Fly. How bad could Last Jedi really be? Uh, now I don't like that show anymore. No, I don't like that <laughs> the whole episode. Show. Uh, ugh, gross. But anyway, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the third one, I understand that it's a retelling more or less of A New Hope. It was okay. It was just you can feel the Disney influence in it, and ugh, I, I, it's off-putting. I mean, you can, but the thing that um, I, I think the thing that really sells it for me is Finn. I Finn is like just an amazing. Was good. Yeah, Finn got fucked. Like uh, Finn and I, I think Poe Dameron, the two dudes, those two actors. I thought they got screwed the entire time. There were like plot points that were started in the first movie, never touched in the second one, and. Like, there was an attempt, it feels like, to expand upon them, but then fucking died. So, yeah. like, you know, like, what the fuck was uh, uh, Finn before they fell into that quicksand trap? What was he going to fucking tell Ray? And, you know, it was kind of assumed that he was going to tell her, hey, I really like you a lot in a romantic way. Let's uh, and date. It, and, but and there it, was never like, fucking, it never gets addressed. Yeah, it never. never gets addressed. And also, unfortunately... It doesn't feel that there was any kind of like romantic tension in either one of the movies. You just kind of th thought that maybe through like the seventh one, there might have been something a little there because, you know, like a uh, guy recently got unindoctrinated, unbrainwashed. And like, you know, the first hot babe that comes his way, of course, he's going to fall head over heels for. But it was never expanded Ooh. upon. And, and I like Poe Dameron and, you know. We, we kind of got fucked a little bit on the Poe Dameron Finn side because I was all like on team best buddy or best buddies, Hon you know, on that one. I thought that was cool. Honestly, apparently now I'm not sure this is 100 percent true, but apparently Finn was supposed to develop romantic feelings for Poe, but it got cut because of China. 
Oh yeah, I, I heard the same thing, and I, I didn't, I didn't really like that either because there was like zero romantic tension. Also, it was I like think... all of a sudden they just waved a wand. It's like I think you're both you're just gay. An old like, man, eh. about no, that's not it. No, that's uh... that's not it. No, that's not <laughs> it. There was zero romantic tension between the two. There wasn't, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like there could have been. More... I feel like there's just more believable tension between them than Ray because like there was just nothing there. It feels just completely yeah. at least you could have done something with Poe and uh and Finn. Like at least that feels like it could be a concept. Yeah, and maybe it would have worked It'd be out maybe it would yeah. I mean maybe it would have worked out, maybe it wouldn't be. I mean it would be a damn sight better than the fucking uh than eight's romantic uh fucking like uh, him and the uh, the Asian chick. That, yeah, that uh, just like, fell out of fucking nowhere. Like, oh, okay, because uh, like he didn't seem like he had any feelings for her whatsoever. Like throughout the entire thing, she kissed him. It was like, okay, you're you're a good friend. You know, she looked like she got friend zone hard. And then she <laughs> goes, that's what happened. And then Red. she just has like, I don't think she even has any lines in the third movie. Oh, she she barely had like one and a half lines. Uh, Poe, uh, no, uh, uh, Finn pats her on the fucking shoulder and fucks right off, and you never hear or see from her again, <laughs> with the exception of that one, maybe a shot in the background somewhere. But they, I feel a little bit bad for her because I don't think that she deserved any of the hate whatsoever that the internet fucking thrown on her because she got fucking piled on like Jar Jar Binks piled on hard. She was kind of the Jar Jar of the fucking series. I mean, to be fair, apparently the actor for Jar Jar tried to kill himself. Multiple times. Yeah. And, I, now, I, and, and now he's a fucking notable Jedi because of uh, he's the one that's well, a spoiler alert. Have any of you pl or do any of you plan on watching the Mandalorian at all? No, nope. probably not. OK, so there's a. Is it canon? Is it not canon? Sort of like kids game show that Disney Plus made. It's a uh, it, it's a it, it's a Star Wars themed game show, and the dude who plays uh, fucking Jar Jar Binks is a Jedi, but he takes care of the fucking kids, and uh, he does a game show for him, and he's dressed as a Jedi. I I'm gonna go ahead and look up his name real quick because it's gonna bother me oh, if I don't say him. But that's kind of sweet. That's kind of yeah. Nice. It, it's really cool. Hey Riley, can we just talk about Star Wars instead of Paul Blart? No, 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 no. Yeah. no. I, 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 I fucking watched that. Mo piece has of shit some movie. things to say about. So Paul I'm at, Blart. I'm at least going to, uh, yeah, Ahmed Bess, but uh, he's uh, let's see, uh, he's Kelleran Beck, I think, or Bach, I think it's Beck, Kelleran Beck. But anyway, yada yada, uh. He's a badass fucking Jedi. He kills a bunch of fucking clone troopers. or uh, 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 No, not clone. Yeah, it is clone troopers at this time because it's fucking episode three. Uh, he kills a bunch of people, saves uh, some younglings uh, during Order 66. He's one of the very few surviving Jedi that actually got some, saved some fucking people. And now he's a notable fucking Jedi. So I'm really, really happy that he actually got like his comeuppance and he's getting his time in the sun because God knows he fucking actually deserves it. That's really sweet. That's nice. 
What was the point we were even talking about of this? What, what got us into that? Paul Blart Mall Cop. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because I can talk about Star Wars like literally for hours. Uh, so I think this movie was a very fun and shit. enjoyable story Ugh. of an unlikely hero rising up. Uh, rising to the challenge, and there was a lot of goofy fun along the way. I I literally have zero complaints about this movie. I could not name one thing that's wrong with it. I, <laughs> oh, just... I, I can, I can. And give me <laughs> can a I... minute if you, like, let's everyone talk, and I'm going to go off. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I love Paul Blart. I just think it's such a nice Ugh. film. Ugh. It's so fun. Disgusting. I thought the first half of this movie was, like, absolute ass garbage fucking filler and then like in the second half it suddenly like it just turns into die hard yeah like, yeah i i, I like enjoy that part a, a little piece. bit it's not bad like it just turns into die hard and then it has like a home alone section <laughs> it's so weird but like i don't know i guess the second half of this movie is entertaining and i i guess i just I don't know. This is... I don't know. I can't head my, uh, get myself to completely hate this movie. I don't think there's anything to hate. I truly don't get it. Like, it was just... It was completely harmless fun. There were some fun goofs. The, and Paul Blart... And maybe... Legitimately great character. I felt for that oh, man. Oh, God. And maybe it's not because it's a fucking fucking three-hour movie about thank Gucci. god yeah i'm really really happy i'm also really happy that it, it, a positive up, point. no 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 positive point about this movie they they didn't go overboard wait what'd you tell tell kathy to shut up because she made a joke about the movie we watched last time you didn't get it we watched house of gucci last time she was talking shit why the fuck did she watch house of gucci for because uh, it was pretty good i enjoyed that film uh, well, anyway Okay, yeah, they, they really kept the uh, the product whoring uh, down to a very, very low, ro dull roar. I guess, you know, Adam Sandler sort of knew that this movie was going to print fucking money. Because it was like, the, I think it was the number one movie in America for like a month or something like that. Like, it's it's a big time, big grossing movie. In fact. True, it made a shit ton of money. That's why they made a sequel. That fucking apparently really sucked. According to a lot of people. Yeah, I heard the things I heard about the sequel actively make me angry. That's it. Like the fact that I enjoyed this movie as much as I did makes the things I've heard about the sequel even worse. So like I will probably fucking despise the sequel, which is why I, I wouldn't blame you for, for backing out, Mo Diggity. I wouldn't blame you for not coming back. Well, but I me actually and Kathy are gonna review Paul Blart Mall Cop too for I sure. actually was oh, hold on. Hold on a second, but let me say this real quick. Kathy, I was you have no choice in this. I, I, I was, was just going to say, sorry. <clears throat> no, go ahead, go ahead. I want to see if I can get, I, I will do Paul Mart call up. The, <laughs> Paul, Paul Mart call up. <laughs> uh, I will do Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 with you. But I want you to watch one movie with me before that. What is the movie? The Prince of Egypt. What is it? Ooh, tell that's me, a tell good, me about it. the animated one? Yes, the animated one. Oh, dude, it's so fucking good. Like, it, it's it's basically, it, it's the Moses, retelling of Moses, right? It's it's that story in the Bible, right? Yeah, it's, it's a telling of Exodus. 
yeah it, it's a it's a fucking phenomenal movie it's like it, it's one of those uh animated like 10 out of 10 sort of movies man you, you'll be in you're in for a big treat well hey what do you say fellas same time next week prince of egypt the three of us what do you say uh give me a reminder sure Hell yeah, yeah absolutely i would absolutely love that let's do it but uh, i just but... I loved Paul. But, he's just such a relatable, lovable guy. Like, listen, listen, I get it. I get it. He's relatable because I'm fat. fat. He's fat. We get it. We get it. I know. I knew that was coming. And maybe that's partially true. But I just think he's he's a he's a weird man, but he's got a good heart. And I think I, I genuinely felt for him through the whole movie. Like he just wanted to be more than he was and he just wanted to protect and serve like he's always dreamed um and he really the punchline really is that he's stuff. fat because fat equals funny all right i want to see were, they didn't even play that into that they were like no yo, yo, yo what the fuck jokes. movie did you not fucking like see dude it's most of the movie is him because he's fat and then they made some pointed fat jokes but like the the big fucking like thing, the thing that they lampoon on him the most is, hey, he's a mall cop failure. He failed in police academy, and he's got to be a mall cop because he's fat as shit. That that's like the no, underlying it's not joke he's fat. the entire it's time. Because he yes, it has is, hypoglycemia. Yeah, because he's fucking fat. The, wait, no, because he needs to eat the sugar to combat the hypoglycemia. Yeah, but they fucking bag on him. Like, every, like, joke against him from, like, all the other characters, the two bully characters, and, you know, the one, the, the SWAT team guy, and the, uh, the guy that's in the, the mall. the tragedy of Paul Blart, is oh, that God. he's not, he's not fat by his own design, or at least yes, not. Yes, he is. He fucking, dude, he eats I know a he fucking big piece of pie, pie and puts peanut butter on there, but listen, yeah. Peanut Mo butter fills the gaps in the fucking heart. Put yourself in Paul Blard's shoes. I you am are, in his shoes. <laughs> I work customer service. I just got done eating a Schlotsky's fucking sandwich, okay? <laughs> the whole thing in under 15 minutes. You know how much bread that is? Probably I ate some fucking Taco Bell yesterday. I'm disgusting and I exactly, hate myself. Exactly, exactly my point. Because Yeah, I not. know. Listen, no, shut up. No, listen. That's the tragedy of Paul Blart, because if you had a medical condition that required you to be filled with sugar at all times, you know you'd be putting fucking peanut butter on pie and shit, Mo Diggity. If you can't avoid sweets, if you're medically required to consume sweets, you're going to get a little fat with it and you're going to get fat. That's the tragedy of Paul Blart is that it's not his fault. He's been putting the fatty boom light. Well, fatty suicide. would just fucking get off of the goddamn Stop fucking. That. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but that's the fucking underlying theme. He looks like he's just about to fucking plug himself throughout every fucking fucking scene in like the first like 30 minutes no, of this movie. Not, it looks like he's... he's about to fucking rope himself, bro. He's not though. He's he takes pride in what he does. He loves his daughter. He loves his mom. He's not. He's not. I humiliated him, myself bro. at the bar because I can't handle my fucking alcohol. Yeah, and I get and, tattoos in weird he was, places. He was comforted by his daughter and by his mother, and he he gets through the tough times. Paul Blart is a strong man. Paul Blart holds it together. Paul Blart, <sighs> very impressive hero, I think. Oh my right. god! But the fucking oh my god! <laughs> 
<laughs> the first, like, I don't know, 45 minutes of this movie is fucking boring as shit. I liked it. I liked the character study of Paul Blart. I was into it. There is no character study. He's just a fat, lazy man. <laughs> That's yeah, his he, enti- He's got to get off the fucking Segway. If he walked the mall, maybe his hypoglycemia wouldn't be such a big deal. And he can stuff fucking uh, cupcakes down his fucking gullet as much as he wants if he just... Like walk for a half hour across the mall. That's like the easiest fucking thing that to do. That Segway saved his life more than once. So it's you oh, know that Segway was one of the stupidest fucking things about it. But there was a couple of funny parts. But um, real quick before I forget, um, so this shows us how far cinema has come. Whether that's uh, uh, you know up like a rocket ship or down to the ground to the fiery pits of hell, which I guess that's up to you the the listener to determine but this movie broke like 183.3 million uh fucking worldwide against a production budget of 26 million now back in back in that day that was a whole lot of money for uh you know a movie and now everything's got almost like a mostly of almost like half a billion to a billion dollar fucking budget and you have to like get pat you have to get like fucking avatar and fucking um uh, uh avengers first avenger movie and endgame levels of a uh, fucking profit to even see like a return on your investment but this movie was like a considered a high grossing fucking movie back in its day when it first showed up now, can I can I have a, like a, a suggestion for this movie of how to make it better? Okay, how do you make Paul Blart better? Okay, I think instead of him being a mall cop, you make him like a, a real cop. And instead well, of it being a mall, you replace it with just like a regular business, right? And then you have him visiting like uh, his wife who has... Um, who has uh, marital issues that are going through marital problems. And also, don't make Paul Bart um, fat. Make him like a buff dude. What is, and make him... what is this? What is the movie that this you're describing? It sounds like you're pitching a lethal weapon movie. <laughs> and then, um, instead of having him being played by whoever he's played by, I have the actor be Bruce Willis. Um, okay. All right. And... I take what I just said about lethal weapon back. And what what movie am I doing? I don't oh, can know it be at Christmas? Can we do the movie at Christmas, maybe? Cat, no, yeah, Mo Diddy. The see. joke is that she's describing okay. the exact plot of a film. Yeah, no shit, Herb Durr. Oh, you know, you know. Yeah, shit. like I picked up immediately. I got it's double one of my, duped. It's, no. it's one, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite fucking action movies of all time. And it's a Christmas movie. Two of them yeah. are. Oh, so Die Hard then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, know, I get yes, that. Yes, yes, Kathy's describing Immediately, immediately you were like, it's a Christmas movie. And I'm like, oh, Die Hard. <laughs> got it. <laughs> all I know about Die Hard is that according to a large legion of people on the internet, it is a Christmas movie. Well, yeah, that that's sort of the fun debate with Die Hard is like, it's is it a movie that happens at Christmas? And because of that, is it a Christmas movie or just convenient timing? I think it's a Christmas movie. Maybe it's not a conventional Christmas movie like, you know, a Christmas story or, you know, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But by gum, it is a fucking Christmas movie, I think. So true. I, yes, I did say by gum. I am not going to take that back. By gum. <laughs> 
but Mo Diggity, what are some of your complaints about this film? What had you what had you groaning? What had you sighing? What 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 has you so down on the Paul Blart Ball Cop film? All right, so I don't know what it is, but God, it's a. Uh... I, I I hate watching movies that make you just like cringe real hard. Like, uh, you know, when, when the fucking doofus is going after the hot babe and, uh, he fucking completely blows it. And the, the stereotypical fucking Chad, you know, is there going, Oh, you're a fat loser. And I'm conventionally handsome. I'm going to get the girl for right now, but later on you're going to get her. Cause that's how the movie goes. I, I hate that shit. But it's also an Adam Sandler movie, so happy endings for everybody. Um, uh, second, I, I just I, I I fucking hate that, and I hate how it's just basically I just want to fucking like run a I, I just want to turn on a car in a fucking garage with the door down the entire fucking time. Like this dude would have just been gone. Uh, he would have he would have had a how do I put this to not get yelled at by YouTube? Um. He would have had tweets uh, timed to be uh, tweeted out, if you know what I mean. Because let's say he wasn't able to tweet them out. And then we'll go ahead and leave it there. I think several times in the last 30 fucking minutes. And then there's just... there. There's the silly fat guy has all the charisma, or the riz, as you fucking kids say these days. Uh, and that's just not real, because just women... All right, first off, like the movie starts out like with him. Well, the, the, the mall scene starts with him just getting, you know, head turned by every hot single mom and every fucking hot smoking babe at a fucking mall kiosk. Right. And that shit's just not fucking real life. We get no action. Maybe from like chicks with daddy issues. But Maybe you just... just don't have enough charisma to be Paul Blart, Mo. You ever think you might be the problem? No, 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 no. no. He's right. I don't have a segue. Hold on, as a hot chick, I can confirm this. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. You're, so you're, you don't a, you're, count. you're in a different subcategory. I'm, how am I in a different <laughs> subcategory? Ooh, you're getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to vape while you talk this out. Explain to me, Riley. Uh, you're, you're crazy. That's why. Listen, I'm Nothing just saying. I no am, other like, reasons. Listen, I've been. Many people are saying this. I have been called a hot chick many times. By many well, mo, mo, most hot chicks aren't as deranged as you. That's what I'm talking. About. You're in the deranged subcategory. No, 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 no. Most hot chicks have daddy issues. I'm just like insane. I do not have daddy issues. Yeah, you're deranged. Okay. So that that's why your opinion doesn't count. The, not for any other particular reason. My opinion does count. <laughs> Listen, if you met if Listen, you met Paul go... Blart and Paul Blart came up to you with his Segway and he was he was just Paul Blarting it up, hitting you with that Paul Blart charisma, you'd be head over heels, Kathy. You'd be in Paul Blart's arms being sung goodnight. Absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, I will go to the hot girl council right now. And I bet you a lot of them would fuck Paul Blart. I would Who wouldn't? Listen. Paul Blart is like a pathetic beta male. Paul Blart is a chat. What do you mean? Paul Blart is a powerful man. Well, okay. I, I slightly disagree with him being a pathetic beta male. He's a beta male, but he tends to stand up for himself real quick. 
and he's he he does put his best foot forward when it comes with uh, uh women but he's kind of a softy kind of an idiot and will like fall in love practically with any woman that'll give him the time of day that's that's his bad but that that's his thing but i don't so much call him like uh, the the worst kind of beta male i don't think he's like doomed to incel them yeah, he's not that bad because he still he doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't hate women. He loves women. Dude, Paul Blart loves women. Listen, listen, maybe if Paul Blart was a with a was a Chad uh Catholic. <laughs> oh my god. Has a stream on cozy.tv. Yeah, maybe <laughs> like, like if, if he Is was that like, all the Catholic stream. Only if he was like insanely homophobic, you know. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Yeah, if Paul Blart Mall Cop were done in the, this uh, modern time, he'd probably be like, you know, some like alt-right Twitter gamer gate white supremacist buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. And like he would get dunked on but by Paul like, Blart the... would be a regular guest on the kill stream. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, he might he might actually be Kevin James, I think, or... Yeah, Kevin James, right? He That's might, he might be Ralph's like number one co-host at this point. He could, Paul Blart he would could. be on every episode of the Kill Stream. I mean, he could like do like Ethan Ralph's biopic. <laughs> True, <laughs> dude. If they ever made an Ethan Ralph biopic, <laughs> anyway, e enough, enough about fucking Kill Stream. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just kind of funny, like. I, I I like the dude who's the asshole in the mall. He's he, one of my favorite characters in uh oh fuck. Uh the league. Yeah, he he's one of the main guys in the league. I fucking love that show. Fuck that dickhole. He was a little snitch. Oh yeah, he's a bitch. You know, I, I, I honestly say, like true Chad Alpha gets the hot chick is definitely Vec. Oh yeah, true, true, true. And but you know, Vec I've was, never seen that. That was a bad guy, though. Yeah, well, but yeah, he was also like super, the girl. He was super smart. I mean, True. yeah, he's. I guess he's he's Santa, and the uh, his minions are all of his reindeer. That's the vibe I got, right? Kind of, yeah. Like, like he's the, basically like the master genius behind the plan, right? Yeah, and this actually segues into my because I think I've exhausted the. Uh, the the uh, depresso espresso fatty boombalati, uh, fucking thing. Uh, the other thing that sort of bothered me that was shitty was the fucking plan. Like, all right, so the basic, the bedrock of the plan well, is pretty like sound. Plan. Well, I'm getting to that. Okay. The the bedrock of, of the sound, the foundation of the plan, is pretty good. You know the way that he has a, uh, just in case they get uh, caught. They don't have it. They, they won't. The cops won't figure out. Oh, I have glow in the dark. That's only uh, activated by black lights, right? Sorry, I'm about to burp. I don't know why, but um, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. I like that idea, but then there's all the other stuff. Like, who are these fucking people? Why are they doing the X Games fucking bikes and skateboard fucking things? The only thing that was missing was uh. Uh, fucking skiing and fucking rollerblades and shit. You know, it's just so fucking weird. Like, why is this in a movie that has nothing to do with this premise? You know, it's it's so fucking weird. And 
and kind of off-putting. That's like a twist. It's like that's that's when Paul Blart gets his big hero moment is when suddenly this insane thing happens that nobody could have possibly predicted. And the most <laughs> unlikely of heroes rises out of it, that being Paul Blart Mall Cop. Uh-oh, it's a bunch of X-game reject terrorist bank robbers. Dun-dun-dun. Only one man can save him. Paul Blart <laughs> Mall Cop. Cop, 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 Cop. <laughs> so true. Uh. So can we talk about like genuinely why does the like first five minutes of Paul Blart Mall Cop have him doing a backflip, but it's like never used again? He does it does get used again. He backflips over a fence later in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Like oh, he you, does? you can kinda you can kinda tell in the movie what's gonna be a callback for later on. Like his training in the uh, the the first five minutes, the the training uh, little uh, montage thingy uh, at the very uh, beginning in the police academy, you can see what he's doing. You can see why he failed and all that. I was like, Paul Blart, you're never going to be a cop. Get out of here. Even though he was, you know, amazingly capable, it was just that the hypoglycemia got to him entirely. But, he fucking he cleared the, he climbed the wall. He but, did. You know, I'm sure he could have swam a lake too. He could do all the things you need to do to do be a cop, okay? Oh, he'd have to be on a Segway to do that. I fully expect <laughs> if we swim ever a watch... lake. Oh no, no, <laughs> he's going to go into the lake. There's going to be a shot of him going into the fucking lake or river or whatever body of water. And in a couple of moments, there will be like a cutaway, and then back to the other side of the body of water, and he's going to emerge uh, on his fucking Segway, and no one's going to say a damn thing. Uh, that's that's why wow. I predict for Paul Blart too. Which, by the way, before I forget that, I am down to see Paul Blart too. Let's go! Only next month, and if you only if you continue your, your kick sub to me. Ah shit! Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I figured I you know what the grift. Like okay, if if grift. you know what, and for and I'll also uh, ex extend this uh, to anyone listening. If you want me to watch a shitty movie. And like do a review by myself or come on to your podcast. And this goes to anyone, even in the side of this uh, call. Or right come here. on to this podcast. Or come on to this podcast. Um, I will review if whatever. You pay me, if the, you, you don't have to or pay give me money. I will. If you sub to if you sub to me and pay me money, I will watch your shitty movie and or show. How much I'll, does it? How much would it take you for you to watch at Martyrs? Five dollars. Any movie. Martyr? Five dollars on Kick.com subscription. Martyrs is um a very family friendly movie. I have a feeling it's the exact opposite of that. The way that you said it. No, it's it's a really good movie. No, but I'll, I'll co-op this too. You don't have to pay me. Um, I will. I will be Mo's second fiddle on any issue crew movie review about any movie you want. If you go subscribe to him on Kick. Or you can tell him specifically that you don't want me there and you want him to do it himself, and that'll happen too. <laughs> uh, but you know if you want fine. me there, you ain't got to pay me. I'll do it for free. You know what? Fine. I'll do the same thing. There you go. So if you want an episode of Mimo and Kathy covering whatever fucking film you could possibly want, go to kick.com slash Gaming and give them five bucks. And we will, us three... We'll come on this show and talk about whatever film that you could possibly desire. This is but, gonna. Uh, this might result in one kick subscription if we're the luckiest people on the planet. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm down for it. But um, yeah, and, and then there's uh, 
there's the other facets of the plan. It's like, okay, so why are you guys uh, taking over the control room in the fucking the 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 mall cops fucking control room? And why do you smash the fucking monitors for? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Like I, I don't I don't understand that. Like why were they fucking doing that? They're like, all right, we're in. It was like, okay, you guys. Well, I think the idea out, is we're then... just gonna fuck all the computers up so that like all the footage is fucked, and they just like went off on the computers and fucked up the monitors, fucked up everything, just fucking bashed them up. Well, yeah, because like it just happened so abruptly. You were like, they were like, hey man, we got the fuzz. They're information. Like, okay, how do you five fucking guys know? Like all about this stuff. Like, there's just like no like, like all right with with Die Hard. You know how hard is it to have a guy like hide behind a plant near the front door and see that the cops are there? Well, no, no, I I get that's like a classic fucking bad guy, you know, terrorist slash uh, heist uh, robbery move is like take over the control room and watch for the fuzz. But they're like, yeah, they're information, just like you said. Like, okay, so you are you guys like ex fucking like spetsnaz fucking are you spooks you know from the cia uh are you fucking Mossad? assad like what intelligence agency are you are you mercs or are you mercenaries from the military like how you guys fucking know that and there was kind of a small allusion to something like that with uh fez or what, what's the fucking bad guy's name the leader's name again Vac. Vec, there was like I thought there was something sort of alluding uh, to that from Vec. It was like a one-off throwaway line, and you know it's it's like it's like obscured or uh uh what's the word uh no it's it's fucking just like one and done, and they never really talk about it again. But uh, yeah, you know, like so, it's sort of weird that the, these X gamers. And and stuff who have like extensive like knowledge of uh, SWAT team formations and police formations and shit. Like, how do they know how to do all this? Like in Die Hard, you know that the bad guy group has been like fucking checking this place out for like weeks and weeks, maybe even months, maybe even a couple of years. Who knows, right? But you know kind of what they are and where they're coming from. And they don't. I, I think they just expand upon it just a little bit. But you, you know, the theater of the mind fills in the rest of the blanks but with these guys i have no fucking idea like what they are or like why they're even doing this like you know like okay so you're just getting the money and you're going to i don't know there's there's also a, a lack of a a big reveal as to like what they're going to do with it they're like oh yeah we're going to get this money then we're going to like that one caribbean island and like oh that's that's it that's a little boring there's there's no oomph, no um uh there there's no like me wanting to care or like root against them other than oh these are the bad guys of the film that the mall cop guy has to fucking fight. I mean to be fair, they do threaten to like kill people. Well, yeah, but that's like standard course, par for the course, right? For bad guy groups in movies. Yeah, no, no, but they they were ready to kill. Like there are several scenes where like Yeah you can see that they had a complete murderous atten- intent against Paul Blart. Like the scene I can obviously point to is when, uh, when they <laughs> shoot at him, I think twice in the they movie. shoot at him twice. And there's also the scene where, um, he has the, 
he has the fucking fake dummy on the on the thing to like pretend that it's him and vec just like shoots it in the chest like seven times <laughs> so they definitely yeah. are ready to pop some fools yeah and, and then there's okay eh, that's and that's going to like segue into my other one my other point but um let me ask you this do you think paul blart has a fucking body count like, do you mean I, like? I don't think he like killed definitely. anyone. The no, explosion, because the explosion had to kill. Oh, somebody. the explosion! Yeah, I didn't even think yeah, about the explosion. There's the explosion maybe, in maybe. the restaurant, and then early, earlier in the movie, that the elevator scene, when that one guy, you know, hardcore parkours into like the the world's thinnest fucking glass uh, windows on a fucking uh, uh on an elevator, like. He does elbow the dude, and he falls off of the elevator, and the elevator was like pretty up, high. Well, not like a five foot fall can kill you. Yeah, maybe. And there's shit. I assume that there's a bunch of shit underneath the, uh, like I, I guess adjacent to the elevator. But I don't think he uh, fell into the coal, into the fucking elevator shaft chasm. He fell out the window. No, 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 no! I think he fell off to the side because it was like in a mall, and it was uh, like there was like concrete and shit on the uh, on both sides, like also, flanking it. Also, by the way, that guy in the fucking like sunbathing thing—if nobody turns that off, he's definitely going to get cancer. Well, like they probably well, that counts. I don't think that counts though. If you give somebody cancer, does that, that count? As, does that count as murdering them? If you, yeah. well, that's. If well, something I guess you did leads to somebody obtaining cancer, does that count as you murdering? Them? Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. However, I do have to strike that one from the record because it, I, 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 I liked this. I liked how. Oh. Um, <laughs> I know I, what you're I, about to talk about. This I, I, I liked. I, I liked how he actively tries not to put them in harm's way, and he'll do things to make sure that the bad guys he apprehends. Uh, aren't like hurts like the dude in the ball pit and the guy in the fucking tanning uh, uh, booth. He does go back and gets those little fucking like uh, little eye pieces, those little eye goggles. He does put them on them. He does put them on the guy. Yeah, he doesn't turn off the fucking like tanning booth. But, you know, he's probably in there for like maybe in the movie, probably 20 minutes. And yeah, like he's how also long timers, to... right? So maybe he set the timer. Maybe he's just giving him a little, giving a little sizzle and then it's going to turn off. Oh, yeah, true, true. But he does actively try to not, like, hurt people too bad. Like, he'll just, like, punch you if you have to. I mean, his whole thing is, like, non-violence. And to, like, lean into somebody and, like, put your hand behind your back like you're about to get your gun. But they both know he doesn't have a gun. I love that. I love the callback. That was a callback, That was yeah. really good. And there's also... Uh, I, I, I thought... I love this scene, movie! The scene where, the scene where uh, he's talking to the guy at the phone booth, he's like, "All right, here." It, like, it's kind of like a video game in a way. Like, you're going, you're leveling up a little bit. You know, like you're, uh, you're, you're fucking pulling off fucking ne'er do wells and other scooters, elderly <laughs> men. Is and Paul like, Blart a Metroidvania movie? <laughs> like, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, well, he's he's getting like level ups and stuff, like here and there. It's more like a fucking GTA, but like you I'm know, I'm trying to think about the movie. Is. There was there was some meme about how a movie was a Metroidvania movie. Um, I think it was 
Lethal Weapon. It, it, it was a movie where I I don't know. I, I'd have to look it up, but it was a meme about a movie that was like a Metroidvania, but a movie. I was hoping maybe Kathy would know what I was talking about, but she hasn't unmuted yet, so I don't think she's she's Vandersnatch. Vandersnatch? Uh, no, I, if I Google Metroidvania movie, I think I'll find the meme. Hold on, now I need to know. But um, what the fuck are you talking about? Shut up! Hold on, I'll figure it out. Okay, maybe it was Die Hard. Let me look. Die Hard what is that? not a Metroidvania. Metroidvania. But um, movie. when he gets the phone from the phone booth guy and uh, the fucking psycho stalker ex-boyfriend uh, has GPS locational uh, data. I love that guy. Phone. Oh, that guy yeah. was so funny. I The, the yeah. little Indian guy also literally Hartsy Protsy. Hartsy Protsy is in this film. He's right there. You'd think that with the way they kind of like the way an Adam Sandler, like a happy Madison movie is, you figure that he'd been in like three or four scenes or more integral besides the two scenes that he has where it's like really funny. And he's like a good part of the movie. But you could tell that like if you're like a movie con or a cinephile, if you will. Um, it was Die Hard, you, you by the know. Way. Oh my god, that's just completely the, wrong. The airport on, like, is a, a hub, and he goes through various other areas to unlock access to further progress. Oh, that's fucking stupid. People <laughs> are stupid. Anyway, yeah, yeah. There's, there's that. You can sit. You can see where the obvious uh, uh, setups and callbacks and stuff uh, are, and and I enjoy those. I'll give it that. the The movie isn't without its funny parts. Like, uh, for example. The part where, like, I think his uh, first big encounter with, like, two of the Stooges in uh, Vex fucking crew, they are uh, hardcore parkour down there, and they do all these fucking ninja moves and shit, and then he just fucking spazzes out on his fucking Segway, and then he's like, and he fucking just, like, turns <laughs> around and bails off. And this this <laughs> right here, how is Paul Blart Mall Cop on his fucking Segway able to lose armed fucking thugs constantly? On skateboards, like on skateboards, faster vehicles, I think. The bigger, faster, more athletic than him. I mean, we see in the beginning of the movie when he's going to the mall, uh, a fucking running little ankle biter dog is just as fast or slightly faster uh, than him. The dog, which, uh, by the way, he runs over and. I'm oh, assuming that got oh, a gasp. I about that. Oh. They either got a gasp or a ton of laughs in theater. That probably got a lot more laughs because animal abuse is terrible and not okay unless done in a funny way. Actually, and there's animal abuse is always funny. No, it's not, and shut we're not going to have this conversation. Shut up! Shut up! But anyway, yeah, unless it's done in a funny way, like in a uh, in a fucking half baked. Or like this movie, people were like, "No, I don't like you know me no likey." <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they he loses the fucking bad guys a bunch. They lose fucking track of you know fatty on a Segway. Like, give me a fucking break, man. I know he's got home field advantage, <laughs> but like also you kind of assume that if they know the list of the stores that they're needing to go to, they they, they must have studied the all. layout. So. Maybe the home field advantage ain't so much of an advantage, but this is a Happy Madison movie, so you can't really think too deeply about it because it is sort of surface level. 
But you guys think I should get into skateboarding? No. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. No. And with all the love in my heart, you're too fat for skateboards. Please, please get into skateboarding. <laughs> Listen, I'm told I'm told they make like fucking industrial grade metal skateboards for people in my exact position so that fat people can skateboard. And I think I want to get into skateboarding. I think I really do. Listen, it would be funny if you failed, but it would be even funnier if you're if you succeeded. <laughs> if I was Hopefully. really good at skateboarding. Yeah, that would be very funny. <laughs> Dude, if you grind fucking three wells and uh, three rails, no whales. If you grind three rails and do like some fucking sick fucking kick flips and nose grinds and shit, like I'll be damned. Like I, I, I will believe I will believe in everything again. I think I think that's my motivation to to get healthier, get more spry, and to get a skateboard and really just 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 prove to Mo Diggity that I can kick flip with the best of them. <laughs> I don't know. I, I listen. I watched I watched a Power Ranger season from two thousand three, uh, and there's a lot of extreme sports during two thousand three, and that bled into uh, that show. Um, and ever since I've watched it, I've just been thinking about how cool skateboarding is. And I'm like, maybe I want to go do skateboards. Maybe well, see, that'd be cool. Everyone wants to be CKY, but then everyone decides that being jack, uh, being a jackass is easier. <laughs> fair. Very fair. Because, like, okay, why learn to skate and fucking grind rails and shit when I can just, like, run full speed into a wall and record it for laughs? That's... That's a lot, but you know, if you got if 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 you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. That that's that's been like an unofficial anthem all my life. There you go. But anyway, so so, you should record yourself running into a wall. No, that relax. that's like my teens and twenties. I'm in my forties. I can't be doing that shit anymore. <laughs> like one one shitty injury, and I'm fucked for life. No diggity would have to super glue his hat on before he attempted such a thing. Why would I need to super glue my hat on? That would be extremely if that, painful. If that fell off, it would be mo- it would be uh, a worse fate than death if you got recorded with your hat off. Fucking dude, I stream without my hat on all the fucking time. Oh, is that everyone true? know? Yes. Okay. Okay. I only started doing it recently just because I have the hard white light on, and I was going to start doing. Uh, I, I need better lighting because my orange light makes me look disgusting. But my white bright light actually makes me look like a real human being. So, you know, but the light gets to my eyes and shit. And I figured, you know, like a hat looks good along with the fucking uh, the fucking aviator sunglasses that I have. So it's like it's a look rather than, you know, cope. Oh, OK, OK, OK. Because you go to any kicker like most of my fucking uh, YouTube streams and shit. You see me not wearing a hat like I'm just out in the open about it. Okay, I listen, I can dig it. If you've got pride in it now, although I'm sure you not won't pride, not so much pride as it is begrudging acceptance. Do you do you right now, do you Mo Diggity solemnly admit that you are bald? Bald-ish. Like, no, there there's a difference in between definitions of bald. That's like fair. There, there's like Hulk Hogan bald, and then there's I have a bald spot. I have a bald spot. I think it's more between the two. I think it's more than a spot, but you're not completely bald. Yeah, I have hair. 
You do have hair, yeah, obviously. You're not a cue ball. I never meant that you were a cue ball. Uh, no, but, but I will, everyone like I will say if you have exactly less I mean. if you have more skin than hair on your head, I would consider that bald. Like I'm not the, doing comb overs or anything. Your head, head's pure. You were doing comb overs. That's the video you said. No, I wasn't. I remember the, the Okay. About? Okay. The, this did not air. This happened during an oh, episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, because uh, you were being a fucking dick and I fucking snapped and I got mad. And, you, and then but I was you, like, but oh, I'm saying God. you sent a video on Twitter where you Yeah, and you I deleted bald, that but shit. You did, you did do a comb over and you were like, see, when I comb it over like this, it's not that bad. <laughs> see, this is why I fucking like, don't recommend spurging out on the internet because that shit's forever. Luckily, I'm I'm so fucking under the radar. No one saves shit, so I'm good. Yeah, no, I didn't save it. I didn't. I didn't want to like have it, but I. I'm just saying, like, you did do a comb over in that video. But if you're if you're owning it now, if you're turning it into a look, I can respect it. I can respect the vibes. Uh, but anyway, speaking of, you as know, long, who's not bald. Well, you know, like you know, as oh, as boy. long as like you can have a shitty restaurant. But as long as your window dressing looks good, people will go into it. I just need people to be convinced by the window dressing. And then ah, they can okay. have the rest. They and because once you're in, you ain't leaving till I let you. <laughs> okay, exactly. I'm going to get me a drink. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Is there any is there anything else to talk about uh in this movie? Uh hey Kathy, you well, you we can't end the stream until I mean video until Mo Diggity is back. Well no, right? I'm not saying we're gonna end it before Mo Diggity gets back. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying we can start, you know, ramping down. Do you listen, I made a joke earlier, and if Demi Gloom was here, I think she would have laughed. I think there are members of the audience who laughed at this. I know to like to bring back up my own joke is the cringiest thing I can do, but I've turned it. I've I've turned it into a bit at this point. So there's no going back. Um, the the little the the Indian kid definitely looks like Hartsy Pratsy. I don't know if you ever saw what Hartsy Pratsy looked like, Kathy. Uh, but yeah, you know, I just I just realized something about that Indian dude. <laughs> what did you realize about him? I think uh, I think he's very short. <laughs> wow! I wonder who else we know who might be very short. I'm gonna, make, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this thumbnail. I'm gonna make the thumbnail of this podcast if I, I, I if I can find somewhere the Heartsey issue crew art. It's just gonna be that character, but with the Heartsey head. <laughs> That's gonna be the thumbnail. Why did Heartsey leave anyway? Uh, because he didn't like any of us except for me and Demi Gloom, and he hated the podcast. <laughs> I don't think he hated me. He, he, in his own words, said that the only people in the issue crew he liked were me and Demi Gloom. Damn. Which, you know, I get not liking you, I get not liking Mo Diggity, but, like, the fact that he didn't like Jason, I felt bad. I was like, I know, I know Jason liked him. I'm basically I, I felt like sad. I'm basically like like a shitty version of Jason. So, you know, Jason diet basically. Diet Jason. No, I don't think you even provide a facsimile to Jason in any way. Jason Jason brings this air of like f goblin chaos, but not in like an annoying way. Whenever you try <laughs> to do the goblin chaos, it always comes out annoying. Jason just kind of has this natural-born ability to uh, incite chaos in a natural and entertaining <laughs> way. 
Um, and that is a quality that is rare. I think Heartsy here's also had thing. that quality here's too. Hey, here's the thing I have the ability to do. I have the ability to piss people off. Very yeah, that, well. that doesn't work. That's not as good. Sometimes it can work. It Sometimes it can work. Sometimes it can work. Sometimes sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes Mo Diggity gets real mad. When Mo Diggity has not gotten off. mad at me. Not at you. Well, he I'm, got mad yeah, at you. He got mad I at you got mad at four Kathy. years ago on Largest Issue in the Galaxy. Well, yeah, but that's that's like that's stupid shit, and you know, like <laughs> I honestly, dude, I, I forgot about that di- that debate like the day after. I don't even remember half the shit we even talked about. It's Probably one of the most iconic. Like, less- it's like one of our most iconic bits ever was that debate. <laughs> yeah, that was like a I'm part of the largest doing- issue Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm not going to be doing any more debates. Debates are stupid. Yeah, besides, like. Doesn't like he fucking despise Squeebo? Mo Diggity does. Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> I, no, I also just, no. Well, it's it's not that I despise Squeebo. It's just Squeebo has all the answers all the time. And it's, uh, look at me, I'm 16 and I know more than the old man because I'm youthful and I have answers and, and screenshots of a to, guy like, them who said and, like, something bad. I'm not allowed to destroy okay. them. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm fucking 43. What am I actually going to do? Fucking really troll fucking like into the fucking dirt a 16-year-old? Yes, I mean, that is what we dude, wanted. No, dude, that makes me like... The podcast. But that makes me a giant piece of shit, though. But that I, is, don't, I don't win. No, my reputation... That's what they were giving, so you should have been returning that back. Yeah, but I don't... I just think it's like a little bit dishonorable if I do that. I was wanting to go hard... But I always want to go in, you know, hard in a debate, not hard as in a, oh, well, you're stupid and young and I'm the old guy who has more wisdom. The thing is, like, that's stereotypical, too. That's so stereotypical, too. I was able to, like, destroy Squeebo, like, obliterate. You're wrong. You literally admitted that Squeebo won that debate live on the show. I admitted that she won the second debate, but I was able to obliterate they won. Squeebo. They won. You're- I was able to obliterate Squeebo on abortion. No, you said they won that too. No, I said that I won the abortion. I said that Squeebo won the second debate. You literally said. No, I literally didn't. You said. I literally you did said not. that you won. That the is third. a lot. No. Fake news. No. Fake news. Wait, no, 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 Yes. Yeah, because fucking uh, uh, Squeebo just stuttered and stumbled all through that one, and Kathy actually showed up prepared. Yeah, uh, Squeebo was not prepared at all for the abortion argument, um, and it almost stole her thunder, or their thunder. Fuck, it's because Kathy did it. It's because Kathy did it. Uh, He (laughs) stole their thunder. Um, But then they came back swinging for the... uh, transmedicalism argument they did not win that as hard as i won the abortion debate no not even a little but uh i think they did very well and i think they won the debate um and i think i think they could have won the abortion debate if they were prepared wait hold on hold on did you even look at the poll no because nobody voted on the poll i fucking guarantee it okay let me check it right now Okay. okay I even I put in the poll for the abortion debate, 
Um, I said who won the divorce debate, and it's and the options are Kathy and then Squeevo, but then in parentheses, really? <laughs> you guys can do three questions while I pull this up. Well, we can't do three questions and you not do them. Uh, but well, I guess well we're not well we're not done with the whole movie just yet. We're mostly in the middle. I mean, I guess we can fast forward to the end since we've talked we, about. We weren't really going everything. chronologically. We were just kind of talking. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay if you have okay. more to say, though, then by all means. Uh, I've God. Uh, let's see. Uh, the the part where he like eliminates uh the uh the the bad guys the group. One by one's kind of funny when he's in the uh, rainforest cafe. The whole sequence is that pretty was well very done. Good. I, I liked that sequence. Yeah, I, I thought that was really uh, fun. And the the botched escape attempt when he does like uh, strap the mummy or the uh, the the dummy the mannequin. There we go, mummy dummy mannequin. I'm getting to it eventually. When he straps the mannequin with the hockey pad. Oh yeah. And can we just talk about how he's just able to fucking super speed put on a fucking full set of hockey pads? Anyone going to mention that at all? How he went from a cop uniform, why he's using a cop uniform all of a sudden? He goes from a uh, uh, mall cop to cop uniform to fucking hockey pads to, I think it was cop uniform again? I mean, I can get dressed in like under a minute. He's master of disguise. No, that's fucking Dana. That's Dana. That's Dana Harvey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you can know, literally. Do you know like, they filmed the Turtle Club scene on 9-11? Did they really? Yes. Yeah. And there's allegedly there is a shot somewhere because someone took a, a photo. Sorry about that. Someone took a photo of uh, Masters, everyone on the Master of Disguise set. And it was the day that he had to do the, it might not turtly enough for the turtle club. So there's a scene where 9-11 happened and Dana Carvey is in his fucking turtle suit looking like, oh God, 9-11, it was a bad time for America then. Rah. You know, there's a shot out there and it's like the most sought after shot. The internet's looking for it. Like We gotta see it. <laughs> yeah, and if, if anyone, I do believe a uh, fucking... Uh, Oh, what's his name? The one that has all the fucking crazy shit. Fuck, James something? Jules? Justin? Justin? Wang? Oh, Justin Wang. If anyone can find it, it's either Mudahar or Justin fucking Wang. I believe Mudahar one of those. Justin, Mudahar cannot find this. Come on. Mudahar no, is a like, Justin no, Wang is the one warrior who could find this. No, like Mudahar, Mudahar is a different type of type of deep diver, though. He's the type of guy that would be like researching for a video and he'd find something like that. Um but, of, from a from a from a programmer's perspective. But Justin Wang is like a professional fine stuffer sort of guy, like an Indiana Jones for the internet. Okay, first of all, I want to say Mudahar is like I'm just going to say he's a genius because he's a programmer and all programmers are genius. Like, no, su oh, suck your own dick some more. Shut up. Because <laughs> you're a programmer, right? Why would you think I'm a programmer, Mo? Well, no, didn't you talk about like being computer a programmer? Or don't I, uh, I'm a computer scientist. Don't you know, Riley, Mo Diggity? I'm a computer scientist. And the thing about computer science 
is that I really hate Elon Musk because he's not a real scientist. He's a fake scientist. No one ever. True. Well, I don't think Elon Musk has ever called himself a scientist. That's Come like his personality, personality Come though. Come Elon on, Musk. You don't Elon Musk is the Antichrist, and Elon I do Musk. mean that. Literally. Oh, he is Musk not is the fake. fucking Antichrist. He is not. I'm I'm Catholic. I really like the Bible. Okay. The Bible is really all right, fake. all right, all right. You're getting a little personal. Let's not like it personal. <laughs> anyway, so Paul Blart Malkop. I think I've talked enough. Uh, uh, what well, what are some of your favorite moments in the movie, Riley? The whole movie. Okay, fucking no, shut up. <laughs> no, like what? What are your favorite second. scenes? I'm trying to get. Oh, uh, do I have to pass the mic to fucking Kathy? Because I will pass the mic to Kathy. Sure. Well, come on, you've got it. You don't don't do the thing that you did in in the fucking MoCast uh, Star Wars episode where you're like, oh, I liked all of it, or it was okay. You've got to all- have like a. You've got to have a scene that you can recall in your memory right now that you really like in like explicit detail, like the ball pit scene where he fucking rises like Christ after three days of being crucified <laughs> on the fucking on, on the fucking. Uh, oh, God. Hold on. We got to rewind back. Let, let's let's go ahead and call some bullshit right now. We see the hardcore parkour fucking extreme X Games guy. Uh, do the fucking skateboarding uh, uh, across the gap. And then Paul Blart Mall Cop, barely doing a five miles an hour, does the same fucking jump and he choke slams the dude into a ball pit through glass on a Segway. Yeah. That's fucking insanity. And he fucking rises up like Christ from the dead on the fucking sub uh, on the Segway and headbutts the fucking guy. Out of the it's, ball pit. It's pretty fucking rad. Um, the scene where uh, Fat Woman kicks the shit out of Paul Blart. That's pretty oh, that's good. fucking funny. I last night I saw that. That was good. Uh, that was that was entertaining. We're a little bit sensitive about to, you know our way. It's like One, and he's trying to be a bro about it, and this fucking Karen's being a total bitch about it. One joke that gets me, and this is like this isn't even a joke. But it's just like one of those things that gets you like, oh, this is kind of silly. Um, and it's a moment that sticks together in my head um, is when the when like the sergeant who ends up being a twist villain at the end. Ooh, you the spoilers. Um, the sergeant. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, first... alert for, spoiler alert for a 2009 movie. Everyone. Yeah. yeah, Sorry. yeah. So the sergeant who ends up being bad uh, when he first finds out it's Paul Blart in there. He remembers him from high school um, and he calls. He, he takes the walkie talkies like. Hey, hey, Paul, remember me? I set you on fire at the Pancake Festival. And then Paul, Paul Blart's response is, oh, yeah, hey, Jimmy. Yeah, he kind of lets, <laughs> lets shit go just a little bit more. That dude would be on my uh, quote-unquote list, if you know what I mean. But the, the, the scene where he's like, nah, you're not talking to him. You're talking to me. Hangs up. Hello? Calls and like, the, other, calls yeah. the other guy. That's fucking funny. That was really, really funny, and I appreciated that. No, you sung a lot of praise for this movie that you seem to really hate. I think I'm, I think you're coming around on Paul Blart. I think you're well, realizing that. Well, all right, that- there, there are some really funny like jokes that are in there that I really enjoyed. Like the, the it was a little cringy that one like a uh, sort of like a breaking the ice, getting to know you scene 
where he gives the chick a ride on the Segway, and then he's all like hanging back in such a weird fucking way. It's it's borderline romantic, but really fucking weird because once again, ha ha, he's fat. That's the punchline. Waka waka. And you know, she you know, there's not enough room. How will fat so do it? You know, sort of that. That was a little funny. The the hanging up from on, on the fucking uh, sergeant guy and calling his uh, captain friend or uh, his uh, supervisor or whatever. That was fucking funny. I I, I really liked that. The uh, the jumping of the of the gorge, his Homer Simpson moment, except successful. Uh, that was kind of funny, stupid but funny. Um, God, oh man, there's there's a lot of like silly, ridiculous stuff that you you do have to turn your brain off to really enjoy this movie, and it's 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 a it's a I can see why this movie made a shit ton of money in the box office and fucking practically everyone had a Paul Blart Mall Cop DVD or Blu-ray in their house after it came out. So I get that, right? Um, It's unfortunately, it has the... uh, it has the unfortunate circumstance of being like marketed to the lowest common denominator of Americans in the fucking, you know, in our country. So like, it's, it's a movie for normies and that makes me like fucking despise it. But I'm sorry. I know I was shitting. You see, you're just a weird 4chan internet cringe that's like, oh, it's too normy for me. I am It is. I'm I'm, I'm too intellectual for Paul. I didn't say that. I didn't say that shit. I wasn't would you being prefer ed- if like Paul Bart was like fighting federal agents or whatever? <laughs> okay, first off, that would be <laughs> Paul funny. Paul Bart shit. was undercovering, uh, undercovering the conspiracy of the vaccine or whatever the fuck. Then Modigity okay. loved the movie. <laughs> okay, first off, you're making me act like I just fucking consumed Charlie Kirk and shit like that. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm I have my own fucking name on Cozy.tv. I'm a huge Nick Fuentes fan. I love cookies and all that stuff. No, I'm, um, just gonna, I'm just gonna isolate that sound fike. Sound fike? That's not a word. Sound bite of you saying that you're a huge Richard Spencer fan and just play that. All. I'm gonna put no, that on I, the soundboard. Nick and every I said Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes. I'm sorry. I got the, I got I'll, my weirdos mixed up. I'll, I'll yeah. I'll never joke about liking Richard Spencer. He can suck a fucking. Yeah, I'm gonna get the I'm a Nick Fuentes fan soundbite and just add it to the soundboard in every server that I have admin in. Just <laughs> well, no, I'm not some alt right. <laughs> I'm not some alt-right conspiracy theorist. No, like a I didn't kind of like the it, okay, this is a little off-putting. I don't was there even one swear word throughout that entire movie? Uh, I think I Vex know. said shit once. That's <laughs> all right. So I'm I'm too much of an adult. I, someone has to say oh fuck or oh shit or fuck me or something like that, right? Oh my god, emo diggity. Well, that's such a so denial. It's, no, it's <laughs> weird. You don't think it's weird like someone's shooting you? Oh fuck me, god damn. Ah, if you don't swear, well, then you don't swear. Away. Paul Blart is a wholesome person. His swears are not part of his vocabulary. I mean, I'll give him that. He didn't say oh crud biscuits or crap baskets or something. I've you know, at least to... he didn't say that, but it was it's it's weird to me. It's I've like PG trying... thirteen horror movies. Sorry, Kathy, go ahead. I mean, I've been trying to swear less and less in my common life. 
Well, yeah, but like with the movie <laughs> and the extenuating circumstances, like no one goes, oh, fuck, you know, after getting shot at or like, oh, shit, you just killed that guy, bro. Okay, if somebody was shooting at me, I wouldn't say anything. Well, yeah, but this is a movie. We're not supposed to like you're supposed to you're supposed to suspend your disbelief. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You're supposed a little to bit. Us when you're being shot at, but only if you're in a movie. Well, I mean, yeah, basically. I mean, well, I, I don't know. Like, if it's real life, it's... I mean, you're having real life standards to movie standards, and they're, they can't really be compared to the two. It's like, well, then you're comparing, like, you know, real life to, like, well, Lord of the Rings okay. or Harry Potter or something. Because this movie does something unique, you're, you're docking it? That's stupid. I don't think it's so stupid. It's just, like, a little bit, like... No, like there's a bunch of adults uh, around, and you know, all right, okay, okay. I, I docked it a point, but I awarded a point for not doing too many uh, obvious jokes. Like for, in every happy and like specifically Happy Madison production uh, movies are kind of like rife with uh, with these sort of jokes. Like there wasn't like the typical fart joke. There wasn't a fart joke in there, so. You know, like it fart jokes are funny, but Adam Sandler's fart jokes just aren't funny. Can we please isolate the clip of Mo Diggity saying fart jokes are funny? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll admit that fart jokes are funny. I don't have a problem saying that. No, it's nice. It's nice this movie didn't have any fart jokes. It's really a refreshing. Uh, yeah, thing. like the yeah. He's like uh, he's a uh, uh, okay joke. Uh, another joke that I really liked that was some quick thinking, you know, plus one for Paul Blart specifically when he's in that one uh, weird sports uh, clothing store and there's all the fucking uh, mannequins and shit that are cut in half or they're in the fucking wall. Well, he couldn't climb into the fucking vent. So he does the real smart thing and just uh, lays perfectly still and the bad guys come in there and they think that he's a part of the fucking scenery. So they walk by him like half a dozen fucking times. And I thought that was cool. This and uh, when when his hunger pains are getting to him because he skipped lunch, I thought that he was going to get busted by farting. I'm like, oh, God, here comes. Yeah, the I, can see, fart I joke. can see it. I can see it. But, but then they, they didn't they go didn't there. Do it. So, all right, not bad. You're not, you're a little predictable, but I don't think the predictability of the movie is so bad. That actually doesn't bother me so much. Uh, the predictability, because it is a Happy Madison movie, and you gotta kind of like expect that. So that's fine. But like, they, they threw me a couple of curveballs in this the, movie by not going quote unquote there. You know what I mean? The predictability in this movie is some is actually probably the thing that I liked the least about it. Yeah, um, but uh, hey, Modigity. Yeah. Uh, uh, you remember the scene in SpongeBob uh, from the episode? Do you remember the episode of SpongeBob where Squidward said that he didn't like Krabby Patties, and everybody was like, "You, you, you only don't like Krabby Patties because you haven't tried them yet." Um, and the whole episode, Squidward is denying that he likes Krabby Patties. But then he's in the vault and he's he's eating the crabby. You are not Squidward. I am not Squidward. You are not SpongeBob. <laughs> you like Paul Blart, Volcom, <sighs> don't you, Squidward? <laughs> okay, all right. Look, going going through it, I thought the I thought the okay. So let's fast forward to the end. Oh no, shocking twist! Hey, the guy, the fucking sergeant person, is another fucking bad guy. Dun dun dun, and the. 
the the fucking guy, the unlikely hero, the fucking supervisor, uh, Paul Blart's fucking uh, boss. Uh, he's the one that fucking yoinks the gun out of the cop's fucking holster and fucking shoots the guy in the hand. He saves the fucking day and saves Paul Blart's life. He's shaking a little bit, you know, but, you know, there seems to be something there, and that's something that the movie doesn't do is expand upon character points and stories and shit, and I think maybe that would have been a little bit more fun if they did that in this movie, but it's... All right. The movie isn't bad. Like, okay, maybe I would say it was a go. giant piece there of shit. There we go. It, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I thought because the zookeeper is a much, much worse Kevin James fucking movie. The zookeeper is a gigantic piece of shit. And I've I heard had to about watch the zookeeper that. movie. It's I've, fucking I've terrible. It. It's fucking awful. Like it's it's like Horish product placement and like in your face product placement all over the place uh the dialogue is so bad the 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 celebrity voice actor the voiceovers are just i don't know it's just it's fucking stupid and it's i've seen the movie five times because like all my we 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 were poor shit and we didn't have the like access to cable tv and we've watched everything and then the uh, the zookeeper was the new movie that we got. So we watched that like four or five times. Like I must have seen the Green Lantern at least a dozen times in like a dozen times in a month because everyone liked it. whatever movie you had, no matter how shitty it was, you just had to grin and bear it. Yeah. Watch some bangers though. So many times. You said the zookeeper and I immediately thought of We Bought a Zoo, which is a different movie. Uh (laughs) Which yeah, that movie I remember is a nothing about shit. that movie except for that it's a funny like I it's funny in the most primal like dumb sense like you you know me you know my sense of humor I find a lot of just like really circumstantial things funny like just like concepts that are like so like silly um and just the the concept of a movie called We Bought a Zoo in which the plot is that a family purchases a zoo that's just that really fucking, funny to me <laughs> I just I think that's stupid too like I like those premises when I was a kid because I was a kid you know it's uh there's a few movies that are like that like uh, I oh blank check blank check is a movie like that oh some dude who just happens to be the bad guy, you know, the, uh, you know, of the fucking film. And it's like a lot worse than you think he gives the fucking, he just gives a kid a, a blank check. And he cashes in for like a million dollars. And, you know, realistically half the shit, he would have been broke after he did like half the shit before he got to the end of the movie. I don't suppose you've seen that movie. Have you? I have not. I think it might be a Disney movie, uh, but I know it's definitely a, a kid-centric movie. It's kind of like how Daryl and Flight of the Navigator were. Like, the 80s were rife with movies like that. But all three of them are fucking bangers. I mean, they're just fucking great. Like, Flight of the Navigator and Daryl. Daryl is like an acronym for, like, an android that the military made. They made a boy who turns out to be, like, the best fucking pilot in the United States. And I don't remember the rest of the synopsis of the film. But the king of them all, I think, is Flight of the Navigator. I've seen that movie a thousand fucking times. It's great. Good. I, I might have to check it out. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we might have to do like a weekend where we just watch like all the movies from my childhood, as many as I can remember. You know like, what? Have Mom you ever Diddy? seen The Dark Crystal? I have not, but I'm really interested in it. Okay. Oh, yeah, if, it, if you if you love if you love Jim Henson's Muppets work and all that, if you loved any of the Muppets, you will love Dark Crystal. It's like it's, it's a phenomenal movie. And Legend, the uh, like one of uh, one of uh, would, uh, uh, one of Tom Cruise's first first films when he's in his early fucking twenties in the eighties. Also has uh, Tim Tim Curry so, who so plays he, Satan. Folks, so is, all right. So is oh. the Dark Crystal? Is that the movie that with uh, David Bowie Bulge? No, that's uh, Labyrinth, which is a uh, fucking good movie too. Right. I, I I didn't All like right, it gamers. because it was a musical, but I fucking love it. I, I I loved it. I didn't really like it too much when I was a kid, but I loved the fuck out of it when I was an adult because I'm a huge David Bowie fan. Also, All All right, right. gamers, my friends, let me let me make a pitch here. Um, because. We got we've got all this movie love in our hearts, um, and uh, I think I think it's clear that these two people in the room are probably my favorite people to talk about movies with. Because obviously, I've been doing it with Kathy for fucking half a decade now, basically on and off. Um, and uh, the longest movie review thing I've ever done is the fucking five part anthology I did with Mo Diggity about our top ten movies. Um, and so, unintentional, no, unintentionally too. Yeah. So you guys are going to have. Here's, here's my pitch. This show, this show kind of ended up. I made like a bunch of weird plans abstractly because Kathy wasn't involved anymore. But now Kathy is involved in get again, and I'm having trouble finding the balance. But here's here's my pitch. So this this podcast is going to continue to be a weekly podcast. A new episode is going to come out every week. I surmise that specifically us three, every two weeks, we get together, we take turns picking a movie, um, just like me and Kathy were doing before her uh, brief exodus, except we bring Mo into the mix, and we all take turns picking films. And then in the off weeks is when I do like the weird bullshit with like doing Sentai movies with Crow Royalty, or doing those stop-motion animation movies, stuff like that. Uh, different stuff that isn't, uh, that isn't the standard three-person trio, but I think every two weeks, this time we should come together us three and we should take turns picking films and review them i think i'd be fine with that but i i just have one question to ask sure is the rule still on where if we get one other person in the issue crew we're allowed to do like any other type uh we're allowed to do any type of movie review at any time yes i can anything you make as long as it is not as long as you can promise me that there's no weird bad content I shouldn't post in it, um, then I will put it up. So yes. All right, I'm, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend to do a five minute uh, movie review with Demi Gloom, but instead it's gonna like cut halfway, like five minutes, and and it's just gonna be me reading the entire Bible. It would have to be pretty long because if it was five minutes. I would listen to it. No, 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 no. no. It cut oh, out. okay. So it's five minutes of the movie review, and then it's the Bible. Okay, I yeah, see. and then it goes back to the movie review after that one. Okay, ah, uh, this is this is smart. This is a smart little idea you got. Um, good job on making me not consider not letting you do this. Actually, no, that was a joke. That. that was I a know. joke. I know, I know. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna review. I'm gonna hopefully, 
Hopefully I can get you to sign on this, but I want to get as many people as possible to review my favorite movie, which has not been reviewed. Okay, I mean, I'm down. Any, if we can get any other members on the, of the Issue Crew on this show, that is welcomed at any time, because this is Issue Crew movie reviews after all. Um, but I surmise that we have a regular t- bi-weekly standing date, the three of us, to review all sorts of uh, films. Modigidi, how does that sound to you? How does every other Thursday sound to you to review some films with me and Kathy? Uh. I'm I'm totally down for that. I just don't want to do four podcast. Uh, I don't want to do four podcasts every week because I won't have time to do the Mo Show. But and I think I played enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I can totally do that. Okay, so that's the new nice. standing date. Is every other issue crew movie reviews? It'll be the three of us. Yep. Um, and any other issue crew mo- re- re- issue crew member we can get if they want to join in. Um, and we're gonna take turns picking films. We'll count this as my pick. Um, and then we'll go Kathy Mo. Uh, so, and Kathy's pick is Prince of Egypt. We already established that. So there you go. It works out perfectly. We count this as my pick. Prince of Egypt is Kathy's. And then after Prince of Egypt, Mo Mo gets to pick, and then it comes back around to me. Oh, I'm thinking we'll since we're doing like you know those uh, type of movies, uh, I think uh, we do Prince of Egypt. Then the next one, how about Dark Crystal? Yeah, I'd okay. be down for that. That sounds great. So then... yes, because it's three bangers in a row. The Paul Blart, uh, the, uh, uh, Kathy's movie, then my movie. Sounds good. Uh, so I think the schedule then... Um, yeah, so we'll do Paul Blart this week, obviously. We already did. And then two weeks from today, we'll do uh, fucking mm-hmm. Egypt. Then after that, Dark Crystal. Um, in between that, at some point, I want to see if maybe we can fit in Better Call Saul Season 2. Oh, uh, Christ. Damn. With- <laughs> Maybe we could do that next Thursday if Demi Gloom is down. Get it out of the way. Uh, but anyway, that's that's a conversation for a different day. Uh, but yeah, I'm super down. Uh, but any other points to make about Paul Blart before we uh, get to the three questions? No, nah, I'm pretty solid. I, I think I've said everything that I needed to say about Paul Blart Malkop. And I, I think uh, uh, I got some answers to the three questions. All right. Uh, well, uh, the first of those three questions, who is your favorite character? And I can answer that easily. It's Paul Blart. Well, yeah, What a of lovable course. man. What a hero. What a fucking G. What a legend. I mean, shout who are you going to pick his fucking daughter? Yeah, of course shout, it's going to be shout Paul out Blart. To the, no, shout out to the little, the, the weird Indian guy. Uh, that oh, yeah. To, that's really funny. And he's also literally heartsy, as we established. That will be the thumbnail of this podcast. Um, but... He's just, I liked him a lot. But Paul Blart, complete legend, walks away with this film, easily Paul Blart. Now, I know Ka- I know Kathy's answer, and I know it isn't Paul Blart. So hit us with your wrong take, Kathy. Who's my answer, Riley? Back. No. Oh, okay, then who is it? Indian guy. Yeah, okay. that, that's, that's okay. mine, too. That's mine, too, because I, I, I laugh my ass off, and I knew at least one of us was going to pick Paul Blart, so... Like his his scenes were like pretty good. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's fair. Um, favorite scene. I gotta go with. Listen. There's a lot of in- good, inspiring content in this movie. Like good, like legitimate, wholesome stuff that I like. Um, but that's like almost the whole movie. The highlight is obviously the 
fat woman beating the shit out of Paul Blart. <laughs> Obviously, that's the most standout part of the film that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life and is the is the one that I'm going to give favorite scene. There's a lot of there's a lot more wholesome and better answers I could give. But the little shit stir uh, that I am can only give one answer. And that is the scene where a fat woman just fucking eviscerates Paul Blart. What about you, Mo Diggity? Uh, man, like, actually, there's a lot of scenes that I, I'm totally willing to pick. It's a little bit tough, but I think the scene where he rises out of the fucking ball pit like Christ on the fucking Segway, I think that's my scene of the film right there, because it's just so ridiculous. Either that or the fucking part where he puts the little fucking goggles on the dude's eyes on the fucking uh, sun tanning bed. That one's good too. Personally, I think uh, my favorite scene is you're the one where he's Kathy, fucking... you're muffled like fucking crazy. Personally, my favorite scene is the one where he jumps the fucking roof. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's definitely, sense. it's a contender, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, did you say your favorite scene, Mo? Sorry. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. the ball pit scene. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, look. Fun little bonus. Before mm-hmm. I watched this, I was like a, I was watch, I was playing Diablo Four just because it was a uh, time for a world boss at the time at the very beginning, and I said to the uh, the the people in there, I was like, "Fuck, man, I got paid five bucks to watch Paul Blart Mall Cop, and like the whole fucking like area fucking erupted in lulls, right?" And then everyone started saying their favorite fucking scene for Paul Blart, and that's when I heard about the ball pit scene. So I was like, all right, there's a scene with a ball pit. They're like, no, dude, you're going to love the ball pit scene. It's fucking amazing. And then they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone's going fucking ape shit. Apparently, oh, okay. Well, let's go ahead and get to the ratings because there's something I want to say during the rating. Too. Okay, uh, so I'm going to have a controversial rating of this film because uh, even though Kathy... Obviously, is- 10 out of 10, you're going to say. No, I'm not going to go quite that far, but I am going to go pretty close. This is a 9 out of 10 movie to me. I legitimately loved this movie. Like, it was a little bit predictable. Like, maybe if it subverted my expectations a little bit more, it would have hit that 10. If it, had, if it had something in it to make it truly legendary, it, it might have reached that height. Um, and it didn't. But it was just an, ex- a, an extremely enjoyable movie. Like, I can't even name, like, anything I dislike about it. It was just like... I got invested in Paul Blart and his character. I enjoyed all the fun goofs. I enjoyed all the fucking crazy action. This film is just good. Maybe I'm a normie. Doing all these movie reviews and having all these weird opinions and talking to like you and Kathy, people who have these have more knowledge of like film and the art of film and always disagreeing with you um, and just being like, you guys hate movies that I love. And I think that has something to do with me being a normie. I think (laughs) I'm just a normie. You are a normie. You are a film normie. Crow knows this. Diggity knows this. You know this. You are a film normie. (laughs) I think that makes this podcast fun though. I bring the normie perspective. It, it's like it's like three degrees. Like I'm, I bring the normie perspective. Mo Diggity is someone who, even though he does not, he's not had any formal education in film. Uh, he is fairly knowledgeable about it. And you are literally, you've literally taken film class in college. It's like three degrees of no, film. No, it was high school. No, high oh, school hey, uh, actually, 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 
Oh, uh, you I have did taken take, film, haven't you? Uh, I, I, I did drop out of film school slash art school. Oh, okay, no. so maybe it's the reverse of what I said. Maybe Mo's no, so Kathy's in the I middle. Did, I'm in the I bottom. did go in for multimedia web design, less on the web design, more on the editing with Pro Tools. And I've made a few films in college. Mo, you don't have any... Um... You don't have any uh, non-society conforming feelings about certain ethnic groups, do you? Shut up. No. No. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, Mo, I'm not a painter. I'm not a painter if that's what you're asking. All right, Mo Diggity, how would you rate Paul Blair Mall Cop out of 10? Okay. Oh, real quick, uh, all Mo right. Diggity. Uh, Kathy probably forgot this, too. Because we barely we barely ever use it, but maybe we will someday. Um, there is a negative rating scale on this show uh, that signals ironic enjoyment. So, so just for future reference, if we ever watch like The Room or something, and you think a movie's like so so bad it's good, that's when you would give it a negative rating. Oh just, man, you know how the rating scale works. Oh, the the Room is a ten out of ten film, like a fucking masterpiece of cinema. Just would you say it's a negative ten out of ten or a ten out of ten? Oh, ten out of ten, like positive, like all the no, fucking no, no, way. But it, our definition of negative ten is just it's still amazing, but it's amazing because it's bad. That's our negative scale. Our negative scale is for ironic enjoyment. So I feel like the no, no, no. Like I, 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 I unironically think that movie's a fucking ten out of ten. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. And we'll 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 get to that one day because I would love to talk about. I would love an excuse to just watch the room again because it's basically a porn. Yeah, isn't there like but, fucking a half hour of sex scenes at the beginning or something? Yeah, there's there's it's mostly sex scenes and like weird weirdness with the minor i want to say because i think uh -oh. the boy in there is a little uh -oh. bit uh -oh. i i think so i fucking think so i think that kid's like i think 17 or maybe maybe he's just barely 18 because i know they pay for school for him barely legal barely legal uh, yeah he's probably barely <laughs> legal it's still a little weird i'm just saying but you know maybe i think he's of age but he just came off a lot as underage though Fair, fair enough. Uh, but anyway, ratings, right? Rating out of ten, yes. Okay. On on the unironic scale, uh, I shit on this movie hard. I must have DM'd Riley, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, like a million times. Because like the the first 30 minutes of this movie is exactly why what I expected to hate. And then as the movie as soon as we get past the stupid shit, okay. I think this is a scene where it, it really uh, uh here's a, a a fucking shout out like a a shout out scene the scene where he's playing i think it's like guitar hero world tour and he's just fucking oh, rocking oh, out oh, oh, oh. and in the fucking background you see all the fucking like customers like banging on the fucking door hey hey we need some help here it's like fucking funny and i laugh my ass off at that like this movie despite its normie bullshit has a lot of really like funny jokes. Like they, I, I don't think that they had any bad writers on this movie. It's just a fucking normie movie. But the jokes are there and the enjoyment is there. And there's goofy shit in there. It's a happy Madison movie. So um, the predictability, I know you touched on that. I think you have to give a small pass, not a huge pass or anything. 
but I think a small pass on the predictability of Happy Madison movies because you know how they're going to end. Good guy's going to get the good ending and probably the girl. Um, you know, because that's just like that's what uh, uh, Billy Ma- or Billy Madison, Adam Sandler. Uh, fucking wants he just he wants to like give like happiness to the world instead of like you know my cynical ass watching fucking tarantino films and everyone dies at the end and i think that's fucking amazing 10 out of 10 like reservoir dogs so you have reservoir dogs and you have this movie reservoir dogs is a 10 out of 10 hardcore badass seal of approval yada yada i think this gets a pretty strong 7 out of 10 and I don't hate it. I think the first 30 minutes is cringe. But after you get past that, there is a good movie buried underneath the, the normally schlock. Uh, it's, it's not so bad. And it's I endearing. Think I over, I, it's endearing. And I think I overreacted because, like, I, I saw this. So, like, a, this is, like, back in my activist days, you know, my, my TYT on the street team with TYT. Yeah, back when you had you just talk in your mouth as we discussed. And, and all, all like, you guys fucking are all, you guys are a bunch of normies here. Here's some, like, TYT stuff. Here's some Infowars stuff. Did you know 9-11 is inside job? The government's after you, blah, blah, blah. I was sort of in that phase. At the time, it was like normie shit. Paul Blart, you guys are like conformists and stuff. So I, I, I've Paul had Blart that mentality. <laughs> like, oh, look at all the pretty families, all the middle class happy people watching their little movie. I watching liked it. Little Paul Blart. Oh, they're little yeah. conformists. Oh, oh, you're political too. I like Republican. I like Democrat. Oh, you're so establishment. You know, but my my life is a smashing pumpkins of uh, fucking theme. It's zero. You know, it's like uh, the Simpsons fucking bag uh, that the Simpsons joke of just like being nihilistic and having no idea really why. So I finally watched it. It was like, OK, this was worth getting paid five bucks to watch it for. Yeah, it wasn't anything. I hated it. So strong seven out of ten. Oh, also, I'm glad now because of the rules of the show. No longer will it cost five dollars to make Mo watch Paul Blart Mall Cop too. He signed the contract. No, no, fuck. The, oh, uh, that's how this podcast works. Is we pick I up, think, we take turns. Think, uh, no, nothing off the wait, table. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. New rule: if two uh, out of three of the people say they don't want to watch the movie, they don't have no, to. No, because then we'll never watch a bad movie again. And what's the fun <laughs> in that? <laughs> because hey, well, you, you always still pay me you movies. Can... Yeah, but it's you gonna, can it, still it's pay me. It's gonna affect you too, Kathy, because you want to watch all this foreign fucking seven-hour bullshit, and you know no, me and no. are gonna be like, that was no. literally one time, <laughs> one time. I do want to watch some Wes Anderson stuff. I think we me have too, fun. Me too, bro. Me too. Because I, I love Wes Anderson movies. They're fucking great. Like, uh, also, oh fuck. I, Go I, ahead. I think I pissed off Andrew. Uh-oh. Okay, why? The, the, don't worry about it. Well, for, that's not I, relevant to this movie review. I think I like reverse dead named him. Shut up. Shut What'd you up. call him, Drew Ann? Did you like reverse saying his name? We can't talk about that, Kathy. Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving all this in, by the way. That, that's <laughs> not getting cut out. Uh, but um, uh, my rating is 4.5 out of 10. Oof. A rough review for Paul Blart. How will he ever recover? 
Do you guys want to do, you know, we, we all want to watch Wes Anderson. Here's my pitch. So we go through this first round of uh, Paul Blart, Prince of Egypt, and uh, Dark Crystal. And then for our next round, I think we should all pick a Wes Anderson movie. We should do the Wes Anderson month where we each pick a Wes Anderson film. Hell yeah, I picked the Royal Tenenbaums for one of them then. Uh, I pick Isle of Dogs because that's the one I'm curious about. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. That's the animated stop motion one, right? Yes. Uh, I'm going to pick one. I'm going to see if we can have a special former issue crew guest. Um, You mean for royalty? Somebody who is once a part of the issue crew. Wait. Oh, Jason? Yes. It's his favorite movie. He doesn't he doesn't want to do movie review podcast though. Like he's he he literally said in the Discord quite recently to Harry Otter that he would not be on an episode about Fantastic Mr. Fox because he does not want to do movie review podcast. Oh, all right. Then I'm gonna choose maybe, Asteroid City. Maybe you can convince him then. Oh, the new one? Yeah, I want to watch Hell that yeah. one, definitely. Okay. So there you go. Um oh shit. What? What? We gotta end. We gotta end right now, okay? Why? The bots are starting to fuck up. I don't want things to go bad, so let's rush through our plugs. Mo diggity, we're fine. Okay, you find me twitter.com forward slash MSG official YT, and I got my tweet on there and stuff. Check me out. Kick uh, kick.com forward slash Mo side gaming. I'm fucking blowing up over there too. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I, have a li- I have a link that I want you to put in my plug. Go now. Okay, what? Go now, I'll DM it to you. Oh, okay. Uh, find me uh, in the description. There's a link tree, linktr.ee slash Riley Cinematic Universe, R I E L Y Cinematic Universe. Uh, it's got all my shit, podcasts, YouTubes, Twitches, all that stuff. Check it out. It's also good. It's also great. Thank you all for listening to Issue Crew Movie Reviews. We'll see you next week for probably either Better Call Saul Season 2 or a stop motion film. Um, but either way, we'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye.